This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I'm up to doing it this year, so um, we'll do the Hakdama and the Arzal Vanen and two or three in the middle, and some others will help me with two or three in the middle, so it'll be a little bit less than normal. The Ramam says, Tisha B'Av Dvarim Iruboy. And he brings the Chamish Dvarim, the Nigzai Solbamit, but everything like the Mishnah, with one Shinui. He says, Vinilkada Irgdoila, Ubeita Shma, a big city was captured, was Beita, Vahoyoba Alofim Vavazmi Yisrael. And there were thousands and tens of thousands of people, Kali Yisrael. I'm skipping a remark. They were all killed out. Beta was captured and was utterly destroyed, and tens of thousands of people were killed out. That Lukhur is, that's the way the Mishnah says it. Uh, that's the, the Mahalach of it. It was a very big city, it was large, and people were tremendous. Sarah was the last city to hold out. The Rambam adds another remark in the middle. He says, They had a big king. And all Yisrael and thought, imagined that he's Mashiach. And the Ram continues, they were killed out and so on and so forth. That remark, which doesn't say in the Mishnah, doesn't really say it, uh, um, it doesn't, doesn't, it's not associated anywhere in the Gemara with it, it is Me'er Tamiya. What does what that have to do with the rest of it? The Rambam does bring it in Hilchas Malachim when he speaks about Mashiach and he proves from that that it doesn't need a hacker. That any special hacker that uh, something like Yachateva, as long as the person has certain inyanim, and so on. So over there, the Rambam brings it, and he brings a raya from Bekiva, that thought that held him to be Mashiach until he was killed. So over there, th- that whole piece is, um, is part of the proof that the Rambam brings. Over here, it, it, how does that come into the tsaris? That it seems that the tsar wasn't simply that it was a very big city and a lot of people were killed, because imishum had there were many many um, many cities that were killed, many people killed. Beitar he says was miyuchet that there was a melech that dimu by kol yisrael v'gdoyle chachamim that it's melech hamashiach, and that seems to be. The, um, that seems to be the tzara that it says Godel as the tzara of the Chorb. This is the one that he says over here. Of the other five, he says, That was, that's, of all the five, he singles this out as being equivalent. So we're going to misbein in a little bit on the Vedimu Aisai, on the, on, on, on the unique tzara and the tzara of the Vedimu Aisai Kol Yisrael. And we're going to try to understand a little bit the special knech, the special, the special churb um, that lies in, in, in Beitar and in, in this Nakuda. There's a Pasik in Mishlei. 
it says that if a person has hope and a person hopes for a long time and the hope is not and the hope is not realized and the hope the person the person just suffers with hope that that's a hot sickness that's a that that destroys the person from inside there's one of the clawless in the um, in the parish of Teichacha. It says, "V'vkarete aleichem beholos ashachefes v'sakadachas mechalos inayim u'medivos nefesh." So Rashi says, "What's the machla?" It says that these are inyanim that are mechalos inayim medivos nefesh. So Rashi says, "Ha'inayim tsoifos v'kolos." The eyes, a person anticipates that he's going to get healed, and then he doesn't get healed. And then there's a special tsar in a person of a disease where there was so much hope that he would get cured, and then he doesn't get cured. So there's an Indian, there's a tchuna of a person. That's called teichelas. That a person has hope. That a person has tikva. And when it gets dashed, in terms of the person, in terms of of his tsar and sara, it's lain sheer worse than it is if the person had no hope. If a person has no hope. So he doesn't expect better, doesn't expect different. And then it, um, so he anticipates the bad and he lives with it. When a person has a tikva, and when a person has a techelas, and it's mu'uchzav, Iov at the very end says, hein techalti mu'uchzavis. They, 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 if, if you destroy a person's hope, not destroy the hope, worse than that, the hope is misled. The person is, is um, it, it comes to naught. He realizes that his hopes were, 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 were false. Then it becomes unbearable. So there's a dimension of tsar. There's a dimension of tsara that takes the tsars that are and makes them incredibly more devastating. Why? Where does it come from? What chalak of the einish? Where did we lose it? Where's the midah connected midah for that? It says that Kalal Yisrael, Chazal say in Eicha, that the reason why we have the Seder Advarim in Eicha out of place, the pay in the Ayin, is Sheikidimu Pela Ayin. It's going on the Chetam Eraglim. And the Chetam Eraglim was that they would, um, that they didn't use their Ayin, they didn't see the Metzias the way it should be, and then, and then built the picture. If they would have seen and they would have said okay here HaKadosh Baruch Hu is 
paving the way for us. He's, he's making Leviathan so that nobody can see us and so on and so forth. And therefore, it's, it's a place to go to because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being manning us. For whatever reasons they had, they had a fantasy of Mitzrayim that was an easy country and the, they were waiting and they projected the Sheker they projected the Sheker of that Mitzrayim was a good place, that's also a bad place and they fit the Mitzrayim to the Dimyan and when you take and fit the Mitzrayim to the Dimyan and you start with the Dimyan then you have a Teichelas that's Nechzevis because the Teichelas was not born of Emes, of Metzias. It, it was born of a wish. It, it was born, the Shuascha Kivisi Hashem doesn't mean, I wish you'll help me. It means being Makir, that HaKadosh Baruch was Kol Yochel, the Amoy, and therefore HaKadosh Baruch Hu can take us and will take us and do good, we build a picture of anticipation on that. But if a person takes his own dimyan, so Klal Yisrael's they took the dimyan and pasted it onto the Metzias, and they corrupted the Metzias in light of the dimyan. So the Kilkel creates Matzavim, where Klal Yisrael will die after die. Doyer of the Doyer will have Dimyonis Shav of hope. And when those Dimyonis become dashed, once again, the, the, the Tsar and the Tsar is devastating. The Al Shechakadr says on that parsha, on the, on the uh, Mechalas Enayim, Ukineged Mashabrukhoisai Timasu Kitim Shrach Enechem. Because your taiva wasn't happy with what you saw, and therefore you switch, and, 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 and if, if at the first glance you're not happy with Ruchnius, so you paint it black and you find, and you find the light somewhere else, then it gets twisted around. And you have a mechalas enayim, because since you're enayim, wamekulkul, they don't see what's there. They see what you would like, what you would fantasize to be there. Then you will find time and again that you dash into a wall because your eyes misled you. And that's the extraordinary tsar. That's the extraordinary oimekachurbim of a dimulahem. Kol Yisrael, Kol Yisrael, fantasize the Mashiach. Because after the Chorban, it must be. And also Chachme Yisrael, the Rambam says. And when that's dashed, when that Teichelis is Nechzevis, then, then there's no more hope. And hope becomes very battered. If you go through, if you go through the history of Chai Yisrael, even the semi-recent history, one of the greatest sar, one, one of the greatest nadirs of Klal Yisrael in, 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 in the histories of Klal Yisrael is every time there was a Teichelas Nechzevis. It's very easy for us today to sit back and to say, um, of course, Avada, 
we understand. But let's let's ask ourselves. Let's let's think back a little bit. Let's go back to Shapsi Tzvi. Of course, today there's nobody thinks no it's But Kali Yisrael has been sitting for well over a thousand years in Golis. Everything is bad, and someone rises, and this person is is unbelievable. In his in his heyday. He knew everything. He was up day and night. He knew Kabbalah was charismatic, spoke. The Goyim fell before him. Hine, hine, ba. And we, we, we are so eager, so eager to, to, to latch on because, like Rav Weigel mentioned the Rambam, that there's a chiyuv not only to believe in Mashiach, but to mechakeloi. So every nerve in our body is in tune. For, for for to wait and to hope, and here it is, it's here, and and, and the shmur goes out, and he's, and people do tshuva. All all the, 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 if you read the accounts, people closed the businesses, and they sat and learned, and they did tshuva, and it, it was kemarkocha. And then when the sheker started being gala, when when the when the, 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 the when they began to realize, it was so difficult. It was so difficult to let go because another techelos nechseves for dimo kol yisrael. If we understand why people latched onto it, we understand how devastating it was when it was when 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 it was destroyed. It, it left its destruction left an impact that made it so vulnerable for so many other things. Kol yisrael. I want to go to the more recent kufis. And talk about, and again, it's very easy for us when we sit where we're from and look back. I want to understand Claudius Earl in Eastern Europe and Western Europe in those Tufus were schmatis, people who had so much ability, so much talent, so much energy, were condemned to live like schmatis. At, at physical dangers, denigrated, no ability to, to do anything. And here comes along an emancipation, and Jews are allowed to study. They're allowed to go to university. They're allowed to develop their talents. Yes, it's very easy to sit here in front of an archaeologist and say, ah, terrible, terrible, checker, it's, it's not from, it's not this. But for people that are, imagine if we didn't grow up where we grew up. We grew up as schmatis, as garbage, as, 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 as no, no hope, no future. And someone comes and says, here, Jews are enlightened, they're smart, they're bright, you can do it. Do you understand why it sweeps everybody up? It wasn't the knowledge. It was it was a stature. My father lived in the door when it was a, a person. It, there was a stature. The person was 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 chashif. He's he's important. And and yes, so it's not. It is. It is. It's not. But it's chachma. It's this. It's that. The reason why people got swept up was because there was such there was such a, a, a dearth of hope. And this hit a nerve of hope. I want to tell of a story that I heard from my father quite a few times. My father was in Covenant Ghetto. We'll speak about some of these later on, Nazel Vanin. 
but my father worked in the brigade, in the brigade that brought in food to the ghetto. In other words, they would go out in the morning, they were allowed to bring an X amount of food, it was all under uh, God, and that was, that was where, what he worked at. One day, he sees a strange face next to him. In other words, somebody had obviously switched place with somebody else. The, the person was keeping a low profile, and my father recognized him. My father turns to him and he says, Professor Shapiro. And he tells my father, don't speak so loudly, it's, you know, it's, it's hush. Professor Shapiro was Chaim Nachman Shapiro, the son of the Dvavram. The Dvavram had three sons, one of them ended up in America, one of them, I think two were killed, I don't know. One of them was named Chaim Nachman Shapiro. Chaim Nachman Shapiro was a brilliant man. We would call him today more of a traditional Jew, I guess. He was a professor of Semitic languages. He was probably the only Jew ever to get Dutzent, was like a senior professorship in Kovner and in St. Vincent Kovner uh, University and then Vilna, he, he got a full professorship. You're talking about something which was um, impossible for a Jew. He was brilliant. He, he knew languages and he, start, he wrote a 12-volume encyclopedia on, on Hebraic writers. He had one son and there was a woman who worked for him in the good days in university. He had helped her a lot, a lot. And he had somehow managed to contact her, and she promised him that she'll take his child and keep him safe over the war. And, yeah, they, they, so, he told my, so he told my father very quietly to not to talk about it. They had managed to bribe the, the German guard. He was now going. They would go to the bread factory. She was going to meet him there. They would work out the exact arrangements where they would throw the child over the fence and so on, and uh, she would take him. They, and obviously, you know, it was hush hush. I mean, the guard had been bribed, actually. They got to the bread factory. She was supposed to be waiting for him. She's not there. He waits a few minutes, very, very edgy. He manages to call her up from the factory. In fact, he had a phone. And she said, Don't worry, I'll be there. Don't worry. I don't know, whatever amount of time. They had a half hour to gather all the bread, nothing doing. He calls back and says, I'll be there momentarily, don't worry. Uh, the guard said they have to go, and they bribed him again. And he calls her back again and again. Finally, another half hour, and the guard said, we're going or, or, or I'm shooting. And he realized that she'd been leading him on sadistically. And my father said he sat with him and he saw a changed person. He was a, he was a very proud um, person with the bearing and the stature. And it was like a balloon that he emptied the air out. He was a shriveled old man. And he told my father, I once thought that there's goodness and, 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 and emiss in the world. I believed in it. I said... I did everything for this woman. If she would have told me it's dangerous, she doesn't want to do it, I'd have no problem. But to promise me and to promise me and to lead me on sadistically, to, 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 to burn a hole in my heart like this, so the, there's nothing in the world. 
And my father said the change in the person was so devastating. He, from a proud, dignified person who held himself to, to a balloon emptied of air. That's Teichelis Nechzevis. When, 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 when everything you lived for, everything you hoped for, everything you believed in is gone. We laugh at communism today. Communism tapped into a hope. It tapped into it, 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 the life. The, the life of the masses of people was wretched. The riches of the wealthy people was extraordinary. And and someone tapped into a, 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 an artery of goodness, chesed, fairness, and the Jews swept up with it. And and there was a reason why they do why they were all Jews, because a yid lives with a hope that the world can be different, can be better, can be good. Say so yes, no, yes, no. It, it, it's it, it, once you learn to place the dimyon ahead of the mitzias, then 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 you, you get swept along because you're so eager to believe that there could be a world when people don't cheat each other. When a person who works 14 hours a day can have something to eat, when, when, and it swept everybody up and then destroyed it. I was reading an account recently about, um, nothing, not a Jewish account, it was a, it was, it was a Russian account of one of Stalin's Zinoviev, Grigory Zinoviev was one of the people with him, one of the giants of the movement, the Yid, like almost everybody else. And as they were killing him, so he loved. Stalin loved to hear the stories about how people would grovel and beg and scream, and he, that, that was his an enikel of Esav and Amalek, very very pasik. And they told him over the story at a party that he that he said Shmai Yisrael Hashem Hashem Echot, and he was roaring with laughter and saying, "Wow, it's so funny." But that was that was it. It tapped into the deepest resources of Israel and swept them up. And then we got closer. You know, when you know someone, the goyim told us leave Europe, and we decided yes, they're right. We're homeless, shiftless people. We'll go to Israel. It's our place. We'll work. We'll make it, bring out, we'll be normal like everybody else. And we'll be normal. That'll be the hope. That's it. To live like a normal country. And people gave their blood and their sweat and their tears, everything. And they built up a place that's extraordinary. What, what is, what didn't they do? It, as a soul, is, 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 is a pride. It's, 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 it, it, whether it's the agriculture, whether it's the science, whether it's the government, the, the, you know, the, 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 everything about it. And everything, and, we, and, and people gave their lives. They, 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 shiver, they, they died from malaria and they died from, from, from wars and everything. And put their heart and soul into a place so that their kids grow up to be human beings, not, not dirt. Not spit, not little anti-Semitic remarks, not pogromed, and this is so. It makes a lot of sense, and yes, it it fits. It fits. It's at Israel. It's 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 all about. That's what it's about. And it's 60 years, and there hasn't been a quiet night, 
and there, it doesn't make any sense. The only difference is that instead of the Frenchman saying, leave France, he says, now leave Israel. That's the only difference. What happened? But the, 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 the hope that children could live in a normal place, could live like, like human beings, could have a life, and, 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 and this is our soul. It's ours. And so much hope. And, and yes, there's so much to be proud of. And yet it's not. It's, it's, it's living on a knife's edge, day in, day out. I, I, I want to add something that I've been thinking a lot about. About Tachelis Nechsevis. What does it mean when 20-year-olds are killed? What does it mean when a 23-year-old about to be engaged is killed? There are kufis in life. A person gets, a per, uh, when, you know, when a person has, when people are begilamida, so they are what they are. They, the person is, you know, 40, 50, 60, well, you know, this is what he is, it's pretty much clear what he is. A child, it's still unclear. There's a the Tzagil Banim, the different Kufis, there are stronger Kufis, weaker Kufis. It's, it's still that. The Teva is, when the child turns in his 20s, early 20s, he's matured, he's pierced the, 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 the Yaldus of, of the, and the Nairus. He has a life ahead of him. It's, 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 it's the bloom, it's, 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 it's the flowering of his life. And all the hopes... When, when parents take a 20-year-old to the chuppah, all the hopes and dreams of the world are there at that time. That's the moment. That is the moment of greatest hope and dream. And, and when you have to bury a 20-year-old, you don't bury just a 20-year-old. You bury the dreams and hopes of a life. An entire family never goes back to being what it was. That's what it is. That's the... That's the churban of our betas. As I'll say, asaka de respect her beta, to have a noig, have a misyalidi nuka. Beta, what was the nekneich? How was the churv? The minig was that when a child was born, have a shosla arzin, they would plant a cedar tree. And when they would get married, they would make the chup out of it. The kud of beta, the starker of beta, was that they lived with a hope and a dream. And the demois of Chachamim was part of it, because that was the school of beta. Just, it's it's the it's the double churban. Beit has the sof churban because in Beis Hamikdash we destroyed what was, and in Beit we destroyed what we thought could be. And it takes two prices. One price is the extraordinary devastation when you're expecting by kavla Ryan, and, and you hope for the good and you get smashed with the bad. And the second 
And the second tsar and tsara is that when that you stop hoping. It's it's like a finger that's been hurt so many times. It's so sensitive. You can't bear anymore to take another chance. You shirk. It it tamps our hope. We've been there, done that, believed in it. We're kind and we're sitting and saying kinnis on all the things that were harv and all the dreams that were dashed and all the false dreams that we went after. And we hope the Tikkun is that not only that the before HaKadosh should be metakin our anayim and peh, that we should see emes, hope for emes, that that I should understand what to hope for. And when we know what to hope for, and we hope for it, then Akadish Baruch Hu, if we mechak eloi, we understand the loy, mechak eloi, then 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 the 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 the, the toy will come, the the korbans will be rebuilt, and uh, we'll come back again to the toy.